You're listening to SBS News. New data released by the World Obesity Federation projects 51% of the global population will be overweight or obese by 2035. That's a rise of 13% in 12 years. The increase will be the fastest among children globally and also in lower-income countries in Asia and Africa. The World Obesity Federation is urging all nations to implement an urgent action plan of prevention and treatment measures. Without this, it predicts the economic impact of the increased rate of obesity will be $6.38 trillion Australian dollars, about 3% of global GDP. Staying healthy is top of mind for Brene Smith, an Indigenous woman who lives in Dubbo in western New South Wales. She has three children and is an advocate of step challenges, marathons and Tough Mudder events. Sharing her struggles with mental health and living with obesity with other mums in a local community. I'll do the mud run in Dubbo every year and I struggle and I tell myself I'm going to complete every obstacle and, mate, it's, I come home bruised and I, I fractured my coccyx one, one year and still kept doing all the events. My doctor told me I was crazy but I told myself that I wanted to do it and I love seeing my kids' faces when I get back to the end or when I struggle to climb over one of them big fences or something like that and then my you know it's my kids my kids are the ones who drive me to want to be better there is a lot of barriers out there and there's a lot of things out there that could help me stay stay a lot bigger than I want to be but I think if I just keep my head down and pushing through I can I can achieve it some of those barriers include battling mental health and the added health risks of chronic disease and lower life expectancy faced by indigenous Australians particularly those who live in regional and rural Australia. The excess weight became a problem that came to a head in 2020 after the onset of the pandemic, when multiple crises combined. Having COVID, living in a shelter and supporting her son's recovery from being in a coma after a life-threatening motorbike accident. And like you go through a trauma of nearly losing your child and the last thing you want to think about is eating. So when you order something in, you might only be eating one meal a day and that one meal that you're eating isn't good for you. And then you get to a point, My I, I got to a point where I weighed myself and I was at 112 kilos and that was the biggest I'd ever been. And I was mortified. And I know there's other people out there that are obviously bigger and I don't want that to sound terrible. But for me, in that point, I wasn't in my life. That's not what I wanted. And I knew that I needed to better myself what turned it all around was wanting to be there for her children. With my weight, I was always aware of it and I wasn't happy with it. But when my kids started to acknowledge it and notice it, that's when it affected me the most because I was like, I want to be, I want to still be here and, you know, go play sport with my kids. Sydney GP Georgia Regas says like with many health issues, early intervention is the key. But unless patients are open to asking for help, many suffer in silence. It's an issue she's come across working with patients but also has researched as a study lead author on why people with obesity delay seeking health care. We firstly have this issue whereby people do not even recognise that they are living with obesity. Um, the second fact that came out of that study was that uh, people living with obesity tend to wait about nine years before they have that discussion with their healthcare professionals. So they try to manage their weight, and more importantly, the impact it has on their health on their own. And as a doctor of over 20 years, I can't think 
of a single other health condition where patients think that they need to do it on their own. And this really speaks to obesity stigma. She says excess weight is related to many other health conditions, including heart disease, type 2 diabetes and at least 13 forms of cancer. The effects can also be intergenerational and are more likely to affect groups experiencing greater levels of social inequality, including Indigenous Australians, migrants and those living in regional and rural Australia. What we're seeing is that those who are uh, primarily affected are, are the ones that are least likely to come forward to access help, either because where they're living, they don't have the resources available or they don't have private health insurance to be able to access uh, some of the more effective therapies that are currently not um, subsidised by the government or in the case of um, some therapies might be partially. Uh, and um, then there's also the cultural barriers where in some uh, cultural uh, environments, it's actually uh, considered noble or uh, fashionable or actually a sign of good health if a person is above a healthy weight because it means that you are wealthy or that you don't have disease. Dr Regas says while it can be a challenging conversation to have, GPs can play an important role in helping patients feel comfortable and seeking help. She's calling for more training support for GPs as well as the inclusion of treatments on the government subsidised medicines list to help patients. In Australia, currently two-thirds of adults and a quarter of children are considered overweight or obese, according to the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare. The CEO of Research Australia, Nadia Levine, says it's concerning that Australia is in the top five countries in the OECD with the highest proportion of adults who are classified as overweight or obese. Almost 10% of the total burden of disease in Australia is due to overweight and obesity and it is the leading risk factor, um, you know, contributing to some pretty serious health outcomes. Uh, and from an OECD point of view, you're talking about uh, international figures. Um, again, we're saying that uh, treating diseases caused by obesity is going to cost an average, and this is an average, of just under 10% of countries' total healthcare spending. So there's, there's the monetary side of things, but more importantly is the other health impacts, uh, where you've got children who are living with, with overweight and, and obesity, and that trend is continuing and getting worse. Her group has analysed where gaps may exist in the research and funding to deliver on Australia's 2030 targets listed in the 10-year National Obesity Strategy launched last year. One target aims to reduce the prevalence of obesity in adults generally, and the other target seeks to see the rates decrease among children by 5%. She says achieving those goals will require looking at where the most impact can be made. What's the clearer picture of the true social, um, you know, economic, personal impacts of obesity? And that has to underpin future investment decisions, right? We know that obesity disproportionately impacts uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, um, people living in regional and remote communities, the called community, older adults. So intervention and prevention strategies have to be developed in partnership with these diverse groups, with consumers, and be able to develop appropriate interventions, preventions, treatments. Brene Smith is well aware of the high risk of chronic disease and lower life expectancy she faces as an Indigenous Australian. Sharing her story with her community has been part of the journey, and she hopes and encourages others to seek help earlier. I have a lot of people back home who get really inspired 
by what I do and how I post my hard days, my good days, you know, some days where I feel like I don't want to get out of bed. And I didn't realize I was doing that. That was just more so for me being accountable for what I was doing. But to be able to inspire other people was what really made it worthwhile because I just consider myself, you know, as a mum of three kids running a business, completely exhausted at some days. And then there's other times where I'm like, you know what, I actually smashed that and I need to be more proud of myself. Be with Kwan, SBS News.